Welcome to the Fantasy Football Show on Spotify. That's right, we have made it to Spotify video, and our goal is to be the face, the video face of fantasy football here on Spotify. First, we'll talk about all the players in the news. John Gruden is also in the news. Then we're getting into my favorite guys to go get heading into week number six. We will rinse and repeat every week, so be sure to follow if you're new. Click the follow button. On that note, let's get right to it. Week six, the Fantasy Football Show on Spotify begins now. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Smitty. Russell Wilson goes down with a dislocated and fractured finger. Originally, he was going to be out six to eight weeks, but then a report serviced by NFL Network that the surgery was more complicated than expected. And now it's looking like it's going to be more like a week 10 return. What's that mean for DK Metcalf? What's that mean for Chris Carson? Well, Chris Carson's banged up too. And Pete Carroll came out saying it's way too early to tell if he's going to play week six. I don't think he will. So Chris Carson's going to be out for week six. And Alex Collins is still out there in a lot of leagues. So grab him if you need a running back, especially with all the bye weeks we have here in week seven. Carson's got that neck, that disc injury. Wouldn't shock me if he came back in a week or two and it wouldn't shock me at all if he went on ir so be prepared to be without carson maybe sell him high if you can target another injured guy or disappointing guy like gibson it's hard to get rid of a player like carson but if you target other players that are disappointing fantasy owners maybe a cross position you go for ridley who sat out week five now has a week six by disappointing his owners left and right maybe someone will give you ridley that's pretty well off at wide receiver for your Chris Carson. Think creatively. Don't just think, oh, I can't sell him. He's hurt, but I would get out of Carson. But what's going on with DK Metcalf? What about Lockett? How does the absence of Wilson affect these two guys? Well, I'll tell you what, Geno loves DK Metcalf. I wouldn't be surprised if Geno Smith and DK got what Tom Brady and AB got going on, where AB staying in Tom Brady's spare bedroom under the staircase. This might be the same thing with Geno and DK. In fact, I'm going buying DK Metcalf on the low on the assumption that people think, oh God, how is DK gonna get the ball? I mean, these people probably didn't watch the game. Gino force-fed him. And I know it's going to be different when defenses can prepare for Gino. But I don't think there's any solid tape on this guy unless you look all the way back to 2014. So don't worry about teams preparing for Gino. All he's got to do is just throw it up, lob it up to DK. He was throwing dimes to DK right where DK likes it. I'm telling you, a special, special relationship between these two guys. I'm buying low. I'm definitely holding I'm not worried. DK's going to get his. I don't know if Gino knows who Tyler Lockett is, though. I will say I'm a little bit worried initially walking into the remainder of the year, not knowing how Lockett, who probably is more QB reliant than DK. I don't know how Lockett's going to fare, and I maybe sell Lockett high if you even can. But the sell high window, as you know from watching my show, as I do buy low sell high videos each week, the, the window for selling Lockett high was a couple weeks ago. In other news, Saquon Barkley, I'm sure you saw during the game, suffered a very, very bad ankle injury. A lower ankle sprain, which a lot of people are throwing out there like, oh, it's going to be okay because everybody is worried about the high ankle sprain. For those that don't know, when you have a high ankle sprain, you're often damaging this deltoid 
ligament here, which makes these two bones want to separate or feel like they're going to separate when you plant down. Very, very painful. Low ankle sprains are more when you're twisting your ankle that way. In the case of Barkley's, it looks like he's got a tennis ball right here. Now, a lot of people are saying, oh, he's going to be fine. Everybody said, draft him for the future. You're drafting him for the playoffs. You're drafting him for like week five on. I, I didn't want to draft that way. I wanted to draft my player for week one. I wanted to get my Zeke Elliott or my Najee Harris to deliver from week one on. And yes, it's true. Barkley started to look really good walking into to week five coming out of week four but the guy just can't stay healthy and as much as we want to say oh this is a random injury you can't avoid these ankle sprains it's a freak thing smitty stop talking about barkley being injury prone he's injury prone the very play before he tore his acl last year he almost broke or at least dislocated his elbow the exact play before he tore his acl look i'm no doctor i got my degree in psychology but i know injuries very well because i've covered them professionally for 19 straight years and what i do know is when you have swelling to this magnitude right away something's wrong and if he rushes back and starts compensating with an ankle while he's recovering still and he is still recovering from an acl tear from the previous year he's gonna get hurt again he's gonna tear his hamstring an achilles the other acl i'm cheering for him i'm not against barkley but you can't rush an ankle injury back when you're trying to get your body right from a torn acl it's a situation i advise everybody avoid trade out of barkley if you can don't sell low you got to hold them in a lot of cases if people just don't trade in your league. But we might hear more about this as the week unfolds. If he tried to play in week seven, it would be not only reckless on behalf of the Giants, but Barkley would be making a great mistake and putting himself at risk for all kinds of things that could go wrong. Think of it like an alignment on a car. That ankle, if, if things are off kilter and he's got another issue somewhere, he's going to cause problems all over the place if, if he's not completely aligned and right. And you can't be aligned and right with this kind of injury. Look at the swelling. Your body doesn't swell like that when you're going to be out a week. He's a fast healer, Smitty. That may be the case, but no one's healing from that. Not in a week. And Giants coach Joe Judge, according to reports, said that hopefully we dodged a couple bullets there, talking about Kenny G and Barkley. But we don't have a real true concrete update, and I think we'll find out more later today or tomorrow. We might as well get this part over with John Gruden is no longer the coach for the Las Vegas Raiders. He had some emails emerge that were not a good look. Then more emails were found. Then more emails were found. He had no way to escape this and... Who knows what this does for the fantasy football players tied to the situation. You got Waller, you got Jacobs, maybe they run the ball more. Maybe you can finally get something trade-wise for Jacobs if he has a good game or two, but I do not trust him long-term. My guess is it probably messes with the, the vibe going on, the continuity of the team. I think when things get shuffled around this badly, it kind of injects some chaos into this situation. I might trade Waller away, not because I don't like him, not because Waller isn't a baller, but if you need a trade, and you got a Dawson Knox who you picked up, or a Goddard, or Higby, or maybe Dalton Schultz. I don't know why he's available in like 40% of leagues still. But hey, it's a crafty move if you've got a good tight end option to get a player that, that makes you feel just fine with the deal, even if Waller continues to do well or, or does better than, than he's been doing. Remember, you're going to get a player that we really like a lot 
You're not trading Waller in for nothing. So we'll get to some of those names like Diggs and Hopkins in a minute for the week six go get players, but not much more to say other than Gruden's gone. I think this injects chaos into the, the situation for the players. Maybe the players rally around it. I don't know, but I'm going to guess there's a little chaos going on during the transition period. And that's why I'm tempted to toy around. Toy around. Only sell high with Darren Waller, the baller. Let's talk about week six players and who we want to go get via trade. We already talked about DK Metcalf, so I'll lead off with DK. Look, as I said, Gino doesn't worry me. Special, special relationship between these two guys. Getting the Tom Brady treatment, and I'm all about buying low, and I'm definitely holding. Diggs is so easy to get right now. I don't know why people are writing this man off. Look, his game log isn't great, but it's not awful. 13 targets, 8 targets, 10, 11, 5, 2 catches for 69 yards in week 5. Underwhelming, for sure, for a guy we expected to be 2 to 5 overall for wide receivers. Underwhelming, to say the least. But, but, still had a touchdown. Josh Allen's on fire. The offense is great. Emmanuel Sanders will start getting more attention from defenses. Look, Diggs is going to come around. He's one of the hardest working wide receivers in the league. He's driven. He's hungry. He's very much Antonio Brown-like. Really hard to guard in today's NFL rules. I have no doubt that this guy's not only a great go-get heading into week six, but that the buy window is going to close really rapidly. And he's such a good buy low. I'm going to tell you right now, this is the kind of buy low move that can win a league. This trade can win you a league. You can buy him at wide receiver two value right now. The wonderful part is if you're trading a guy that's going crazy, maybe you got Mike Williams and you trade Mike Williams for Diggs, you can probably get more. You can probably get Javante Williams and Stefan Diggs for Mike Williams right now. Not that I don't like Mike Williams, but I do that trade all day long. Go get digs now. That window's gonna close just like it did for Woods and just like it did for AB. Two players I told you to go get before this week kicked off. Hopkins is such a good buy low right now. People, this guy's gonna be a monster, a go forward monster, and everybody's sleeping at the wheel right now. Worried about Kyler, worried about where's he fit in. He was banged up, tough coverages, a lot of bad scenarios played out the last couple weeks for Hopkins. He's gonna be back, he's gonna be fine. He's a top five wide receiver. No, 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 strike that top one to five wide receiver. Go forward. This too, you know what? This too can win you a league. Hopkins and Diggs both are win a league by low players. They can turn your season around. They can give you that huge advantage you don't currently have. And if you know what you're doing, buying and selling low on players, you could take extreme advantage of this situation in both of these cases. And let's take it to the marker board and see what we could cook up. Let's go over a couple scenarios. Let's say you've got Mike Williams. Let's go over that exact situation that I was talking about. Mike Williams, and you're sending him over for Diggs. You can do that all day long right now, and you may get a Javante on top of that. Take that all day long. Take that all day long. Wouldn't shock me if you could get Hopkins and some, but I would take Hopkins straight up over over Mike Williams. I like Hollywood Brown. I'm not saying to trade Hollywood on the low, but am I going to send him over for Hopkins? You're damn right. That's right. Say his name. Hopkins. And maybe you also have to give up a player. Maybe you have to give up a Brandon Cooks. Maybe you got to give a Mike Davis who scored a touchdown last week. Capitalize off that. Maybe you have Chuba Hubbard and you know that CMC's coming back and you could send him to the CMC owner for, for any reason he happened to own Hopkins. Those are just a couple examples of how you do a trade involving 
Hopkins and Diggs. Easy spy lows of the year. Diggs and Hopkins all day. I mean, everything I just said, I mean, you could pretty much apply it to C.D. Lamb. I don't care if you're worried about C.D. Lamb. I'm not. But Schmitty, he only had 80 yards and a touchdown last week. You promised he'd be top five. You just wait. Amari Cooper's banged up again. I'm sure he's fine, but he's always getting hurt and banged up. Dak fed C.D. Lamb last year. We saw a big dose of it before Dak went down. I have no worries whatsoever about volume. Targets are going to be there. CeeDee Lamb's getting better every single game. Nobody factors that in. Oh, Lamb, Lamb is what he is, right? Lamb. Lamb's going to get better. Lamb's going to get better every day, every game, every minute. You mark my words, by midseason, people will be talking about C.D. Lamb as a top five lock at wide receiver in 2021. Absolute lock. And he's one of the better buy lows right now. You know what? I keep saying, win a league, Diggs. Win a league, Hopkins. You know what? Throw Lamb in there. Three win a league moves right here in front of your face. Go buy Aaron Jones as low as you can. I, you're not going to steal him away from owners, but he's the one running back that lives in that like three to six range for running backs overall that for some reason you can get well outside the top like five running backs in terms of trade value. I'm all about getting Aaron Jones right now, especially if you have AJ Dillon, who you should have drafted because he's one of my sleeping giant running backs in 2021. And I'm saying that loving Aaron Jones, I, I just love Dillon. I think Dillon can win you leagues in 2021. Buy low on Kyler. Guy has one bad game and people are already talking about, oh, maybe he doesn't have it. Maybe people figured him out. Defenses figure out Kyler. Is he figured out, Smitty? I think he's figured out. Buy him low all day long. Kyler's been doing what Herbert did this week. People forget. People are so fickle. And let me tell you, if you need a move, you lost Wilson. You have a quarterback that's not doing well. Some of you went out there with Darnold. You thought it was for real. You didn't think Darnold was a trap. You can get Kyler. Trade Waller, like I said earlier, for Kyler. Trade Mike Williams for Kyler, especially if the Kyler owner has two quarterbacks for whatever reason. Ridley, he's a concern. He sat out week five. He has a bye week in week six. Again, these bye weeks will have people reacting. And Ridley feels like he's missing two weeks because he sat out week five. Now he's on a bye in week six. And owners are just like, I can't handle it. Get him off my team. You can get him pretty cheap. And he's still, in my opinion, still go forward, not using weeks one through five, but go forward has top five wide receiver potential. Not a lock, don't expect it, don't pay for it, but the potential's there. And people that don't look at numbers, they just regurgitate what they hear. They're gonna tell you Ridley's trash. Ridley's a trash can. The volume and targets were there. The production wasn't, but that will come in my opinion. The targets and volume were there. That's all that matters to me. And with Pitts doing well, it's going to keep defenses honest. I think Pitts breaking out was the best thing that could happen to Ridley walking into week seven on. Okay, last but not least, Hill. You're not going to get him cheap. You're not going to steal him away. He's going to go for roughly first round value, but he is inconsistent. And that makes owners panic when he doesn't have a big game. Coming off a very mediocre week five, his owners might be tempted to buy like a James Robinson and a little bit for Hill, especially if this Hill owner has no running backs. James Robinson might look really good to this owner. You might be able to get away with a steal. Go buy Hill low. Go try. And for those that don't have a winning team that own Hill, selling them high is a good idea too. Selling any player high is a good idea if you need to make a trade and you're buying specific players that you feel could be arguably as good later. Other doubted players, but players you believe in. Those are my week six. Go get players now. Go get them. Okay, I grabbed two questions from my Instagram DMs. If you want to be on the mailbag segment of this show, DM me and you might get on. First question is from... 
Taylor, who says, Clyde, Josh Jacobs, or Cream Hunt PPR, if you see this. Thanks, man. Keep up the good work. Love your bleep. I appreciate that, Taylor. And this is an easy call for me. Clyde's out for who knows how long, pal. Even when he comes back, what's it going to look like? What's the workload going to look like? And Josh Jacobs might get more run with Gruden gone. We don't really know. But Cream Hunt's a top seven running back right now. Top six running back in most scoring formats. It's not an anomaly. He's done this before. He does really well in this environment. Like, this is a really unique situation. I don't know how I feel about it in Dynasty because the dynamic could get thrown off at any moment. But for redraft purposes in 2021, go forward. I love Cream Hunt. I love Cream Hunt more than these two options. Hunt crushes it. In fact, buy low on Hunt every chance you can get if for any reason you can trade off a big top five wide receiver and get a doubted Ridley and Hunt or a doubted Diggs and Hunt. Going back to what we talked about earlier. Very, very easy call for me. Appreciate you. I keep forgetting your name. Taylor. And man, I couldn't get that name right. Uh, Trevin. Trevin. I, Smitty. Let's use this. I, Smitty. My team is Hurts, Zeke, Najee, Justin Jefferson, Hopkins, A.B., Hawkinson, Emmanuel Sanders, Pollard, Javante, Lat, Murray, Lance, Tim Patrick, Thoughts. First of all, nice flex. Hey, what do I need to do with my team? Look at it. <laughs> you got you got a good team, bro. Jefferson, Hopkins, AB. What can you really fix for those wide receivers? And Zeke and Najee, two of my favorite running backs. I mean, could you maybe trade into a little bit better or safer quarterback? Sure. You don't want to trade Hopkins. You don't want to trade Jefferson. You don't want to trade your two running backs. You don't want to trade your top two wide receivers. Would I maybe sell AB, AB and Hurts for Kyler? Why not? I'd do that. I love AB, but I'd do that. Javante Williams coming into his own eventually, and that will happen. Everybody needs to calm down about Javante Williams. We're only five weeks in. I know it's not ideal. We wanted him starting week one, but this could be a blessing in disguise where Javante Williams doesn't hit a rookie wall because he doesn't get going till a little bit before midseason and goes on a tear. And we've seen running backs before not get a lot of run till week six, seven, eight, and they still can finish inside the top 10 running backs. Wait on Javante. Don't trade him away on the low. I don't know. Emmanuel Sanders and Hurts for a slight uptick at, at quarterback. You could maybe pull that off. AB and Hurts for Kyler. AB and Hurts for Mahomes. He's struggling. Maybe the Mahomes owner's like, okay, I'm done with him. I mean, try. Hawkinson and Hurts for Kyler. If you can pick up a viable backup tight end, Dalton Schultz is available. I don't know why, but in like 30 or 40% of leagues, Goddard gets cut all the time. Higby, I still like a lot. I would sacrifice Hawkinson to upgrade Hertz into Kyler, but that's me because I have faith in a couple other tight ends I could grab. Trevin, thank you for the question, pal. Okay, on to two voicemails. If you want your voice message played and answered on the show, go to Instagram, The Fantasy Football Show. Leave me a mailbag, written question, or a voice message, and I will I will potentially put one of them on the show for you. First voicemails from Mitch. A dud. <laughs> a dud. Sorry, Mitch. <laughs> Get your question in again next week. This question comes from Connor on Instagram again. The Fantasy Football Show, leave me a voice message if you want in on the next one. Connor, go! Rate this trade. I trade Cordero Patterson for an injured Joe Mixon. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that either way. I mean, I'm not about acquiring Joe Mixon, I'll be honest, but at that value, you could maybe turn Mixon into more. I just think Mixon is a, a risk going forward, but not that Patterson isn't a risk going forward at the current value he currently holds so i don't mind this trade i think i could argue either side patterson's playing that good 
but I probably do take the chance on mixing and then I try and turn him though. I try and trade him for, especially if you can go across position. I, I imagine Cordero Patterson was not drafted to be your starting running back. You may have had a guy go down, so maybe you need this running back spot badly. But if you don't, Mixon is a great player to trade across position and get a Diggs, DK, Hopkins, like we've been talking about the entire show. So perfect example of maybe a way to get into a wide receiver like that. And if you need a running back, Mixon and a Debo, Mixon and a Lockett, Mixon and somebody to get maybe an Aaron Jones like I've been talking about all show. This one's from Brennan. Oh, Smitty. First of all, thanks for all your help. Brennan. Got Myers, Aaron Jones, Damian Williams, Robert Woods, Myers, Knox, DK, got Ridley on the bench, uh, just picked up Dylan and Mooney, um, looking for a tight end upgrade with Knox, uh, I know he's got a buy coming up, are we selling high on him, are we buying low on a Darren Waller maybe, somewhere around there, uh, if you see anything else that I can improve on, let me know man, uh, thanks for all your help, keep it up. Alright, uh, I gotta re- I gotta write this down. Okay, we had to write this out. We got Aaron Jones. I think he said Damian Williams as his number two, which is kind of kind of brutal. Uh, I like the DK Ridley Woods. That's not bad. Knox. I mean, he's got to have he's got to have Kyler or Allen or somebody, or he lost a, a running back like J.K. Dobbins or something. But I don't know how you can upgrade this position without destroying you know these these three players right here. Like you're not going to get a Waller using Woods, I don't think, and Knox. I suppose you could try and trade Woods and Knox for that, but I don't think you're gonna you're gonna land that. Everyone's gonna have a buy, so I don't know that I go chasing trying to replace this bye week situation because you're just gonna have a buy again. Try Woods and Knox, but I don't think you're landing that for Waller. And if we're not talking Kelsey or Waller, I don't know that I like trading out of this. Maybe Myers and Knox for Hawkinson. Try getting Javante Williams in the spot somehow using Myers, using you said you had two Myers. <laughs> so trade your other copy of Myers. I think you said Myers twice. I don't know that I'd trade Woods for, for Javante. I, I might. Depends on how you feel about your running backs. But I'd try and give Myers for, for Javante. Mooney and Myers. But I'm not trading Ridley because you have to sell low. I'm not trading DK and I'm not trading Aaron Jones. And you got Dylan, which is fantastic. So you're, you're good there, but you definitely need to make a move. Try trading Woods for a running back. I'd much rather you have a running back, a better running back here, and have Myers here than have Woods here and have this Damian Williams situation. And who knows, maybe you could get Montgomery somehow, I don't know, to try and pair here. I want to thank you for tuning in to our very first video show here on Spotify. I want to be the face of fantasy football video here on Spotify. Spread the word. Let's go look for more content all week long. I want to try and drop a Spotify video every single day. Did you say every single day, Smitty? Yes, Bob, from accounting, I certainly did. Follow, buckle up, and catch more of my content at smitty1.com. Now get out of here. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Smitty!